When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat. So today's subject is going to be on empaths are outsiders. I work with a lot of empaths. My class has been hugely successful and I just thought that this would be a really good subject to cover um, as people are getting to know their empath ability. This is something that I think that they find relieving and uh, interesting at the same point because they don't ever think of themselves like this. And if you're wondering if you are an empath, um, you can take my empath quiz. I'll post below because that's a really good quiz. I get a lot of um, people taking that and they actually, they love it. It's super helpful. That being said, a lot of times empaths feel like that they don't fit in, that somehow uh, they're an outsider. And that's a pretty good sign you're an empath if you feel like you don't fit in, if you feel like you're an outsider. Because empaths just typically don't fit in. They're different. As an empath, you're different in the, to the very core of your being. You just know that something is not the same for you as it is for others. And so there's a lot that, that can be, you can struggle with, with this, with feeling like an outsider. And here's the interesting thing is, other people know it too. They can tell. They, they know that you somehow are not fitting in. And a lot of the ways that they can tell is because you just don't quite fit some of the social norms. And that's a thing that I think um, is very interesting about empaths because I feel like that area makes them very hard on themselves because the outside world perceives them in a lot of different ways because of these things that I'm going to be talking to you about. They perceive them as potentially lazy or not driven or um, sort of like they've gone rogue on society and um, or dreamer or why would you think that you could do stuff like that and so society when you don't fit the social norms as an empath they they can be a little bit hard on you and they're usually um, you know nobody really much cares about like people they don't know but a lot of times these are people you do know they're like you know, your friends or co-workers or family, and that's hard. It's hard when people you love feel like they're judging you or, or um, they're not understanding you, and they're trying to make you fit in this category and fit in this little box so that they're comfortable when you're just, you have claustrophobia of the little box, you know, you don't, you don't want to get in the box. It feels very confining and, and not good. And so a lot of times this can create a lot of dy uh, dynamic relationship struggles. It can create different, different tensions uh, between relationships that you create with friends and family. 
and it that doesn't feel good it's helpful for however it's helpful however if you understand why maybe there's that tug-of-war struggle on fitting into the box it, it it's a lot more helpful and so that's why I want to go over today is I want to talk about why empaths typically don't fit in if you're an empath why you may feel like you struggle against the social norms so anyways here's some signs that you are probably an empath uh, and if you're wondering if you're an empath here's some typical empath traits that I wanted to talk to you about because these things a lot of times when I talk to people about these particular traits they start going oh okay that like I I started feeling like I was kind of worthless and just you know lazy or something was wrong with me but this is resonating with me and somehow that allows you to gain power and strength back to where you're not feeling like a, a crappy person because you just are not conforming to other people's thoughts of how to live your day-to-day -day life so for let's let's get into that so that you kinda know what I'm talking about empaths typically do not like the nine-to-five job that is really hard for them working a typical nine-to-five job can be a very big struggle for an empath and I'm going to get into a little bit more aspects of the nine to five jobs. But if you're one of those people that just you start feeling very constricted and kind of claustrophobic and just like you get anxiety about a nine to five job, that's a really good sign that you're an empath. And part of the reason for that is that type of structure, structure is hard for you as an empath. Is special especially um, social norm structure because as an empath you have this knowledge and you have the ability to tune into other information and it doesn't make sense to you you're feeling and reading uh, other dimensional information and so being structured is is hard to grasp because when you're working with energy energy's not confined right it's not it's not stru structured in a way that people like to try to structure their physical life and so uh, being confined it, it feels very restrictive energetically and it makes you feel like you're in an energetic uh, straitjacket or something like you're just stuck and so that can be very hard uh, for people the other er, er, empaths and what also kind of falls into that area is is your creativity or imagination on the higher side that typically falls into the you don't like the typical nine-to-five job um, and that structure is hard for you because creativity and imagination that needs some free-flowing energy around it you need to not feel restricted in order to tune into those things. And when you start to feel restricted with structure and going, okay, you're definitely doing these tasks from nine to five, your creativity begins to shut down. And so you start feeling 
less tuned into your spiritual side because you have to kind of put a cork on it so that you can now focus on these tasks and the structure that you are being required to do. So empaths tend to be a lot higher in the creativity or imagination uh, department. And they can typically actually do very well not working a nine to five job when they trust this creativity and really follow their passion and trusting uh, the universe that there's a different way to make money and to live than the typical nine to five job. And they start really kind of following that avenue is through their creativity and imagination. They start following uh, their life path through passion. And if you think about it, that's how everything was done way back in the day, hundreds of years ago. What we did is we were good at certain crafts, right? So you're good at certain things. Um, maybe you were good at, uh, you might have been good at hunting. You might have been good at weaving baskets. You might have been good at um, uh, prayer. You might have been good at uh, whatever it was. And that's basically the path you followed in life. And then you traded uh, other people's gifts and or skills that they had for a gift or skill that you had. Because that's was was your area that's how it worked you you followed your passion and your skill you honed in on that and then you traded for other people's gifts and skills and so somewhere along the line we got away from that to where instead of tuning into our gifts and skills money started becoming more of a primary focus and if it took you a longer time to build um, maybe your passion and find your purpose and you didn't know how that you were going to support yourself that way, it was easier. It just got easier as we, you know, could grow our own food and have stores or, you know, we started mass producing things. It just became easier to go ahead and go for the, the money job. It, it became easier to not really... Uh, tune into your craft and your passion and so along the lines that started to change and that's also where this other aspect comes in which is empaths typically uh, crave freedom more than they it feels like freedom is more important to them than money they crave freedom more than money and it's not that they still don't work and force themselves to do the nine-to-five job because they need the money to pay the bills, but when you force yourself to be in the structured nine to five job to get the money to pay the bills, what happens is an empath starts to really, uh, their vibration starts to lower. They start to feel unhappy. They start to really kind of wilt inside and be sad, you know, because they are, they can feel that they're really, um, they're like a plant without water at that point in time. They're feeling very stifled in what they know is natural to them. Because empaths typically, um, they're, they're, especially when they're having issues with the 9 to 5 job and the structure and um, their creativity is higher than normal, they're, they're deeply in tune with aspects of their spiritual self, not all aspects because otherwise they wouldn't be struggling so much. But there are parts of themselves that are very tuned in to how 
energy works and how their past lives were and how these other aspects of themselves where they feel they're not resonating with these things because these things don't align with who they are. They don't align with the information that they know that they have deep down somewhere. They just don't know exactly what the information is. They don't exactly know what the knowledge is. They can't put their finger on it, but they can feel that it's not resonating with them. This nine to five category thing isn't resonating. Structure isn't resonating. Um, money being more important than freedom is not resonating with them. Uh, somehow they can feel that there's a discord there. And so they either do one of two things, although I'm going to keep going because there's a few more things on here. They, they either do one of two things. They force themselves to continue down the path and try to fit into the social norm box to please everybody around them and or because they're afraid, because they're not entirely sure um, how to take a different path. Because typically you're surrounded by 90% of the people who you know fit the social social norms or they, they're making themselves fit, fit that category. And so you're surrounded by people so there seems to be some type of pattern or um, some type of guide to follow on how you just do it and just put your head down and just who cares how you feel and just that's the way life works and you know you're adult and you're miserable and that's just how it's supposed to be now. Um, they either do that or they end up going, no, I can't. I can't do it. I, I can't. You don't understand, but this is too hard for me. This is, they might fall into the other category where I don't feel well when I'm doing this. Like I, I physically don't feel well trying to do that type of job. I physically don't feel well when, um, you know, that I have to do this for X amount of dollars and or they just flat out refuse and they try to figure out another way to do things. And many times in, when they do that, people around them um, are very harsh and very judgmental and they're not promoting them to uh, really tune into their gift and their creativity and really learn about what that they need to be doing and what what suits them better and and how that their gift can be more empowering because first of all they don't know it's a gift well number one um and secondly even if they do know it knew what was the gift they'd be like are you kidding me like right now you really you're gonna just you're gonna pursue a gift like are, are you joking right now like how's that gonna feed you you know and so then they start viewing you as either lazy um, wow, they're not going to do that. They're absolutely not going to. Why would they just not do that? Or they view you as unmotivated. Um, everybody else does that and they absolutely don't have a desire. They can view you as um, weak in some regards. Like, why wouldn't you just push through? This is what you do. Why are you not pushing through? And, you know, there's a lot of judgment that can go with that. And that's when a lot of empaths start to, uh, you know, they start to wilt. They start to um, even feel less than. They even, they're, they start even feel more weak uh, because they have a lot of judgment going on from around them. And that makes them not feel good. You want to be loved. You want to be um, supported by the people who are around your life. But when they don't understand that these are very typical empath traits and they're really hard to do, 
um, they, they think that, you know, you're making bad choices and you're being lazy and you're just thinking like, what were you thinking there? Um, so, so the other, uh, traits that you're going to find where you typically don't fit in is that you crave more life experiences. Um, and that also goes against the grain of the nine to five job and the structure because that limits a lot of your life experiences. And by life experiences, I don't mean like social experiences necessarily. I mean life experiences. Like you have experienced this new amazing place or this new amazing city or this, you just were in touch and, and hiked this most beautiful mountain or you visited this waterfall or like just life experiences. You maybe went to Europe and, and got to see some ruins or, you know what I mean? Life, ex life enhancing experiences. Um, having social experiences like, oh, let's do parties and this and that. That's more along the lines of the social norms. I mean, more out of the box life experiences, seeing different parts of the world, seeing different places, resonating um, with different areas or different uh, cultures, different type of um, nature experiences, beaches, waterfalls, even uh, snowy mountains, whatever, but life experiences, because as an empath, you will tend to crave those. Um, and those who are not empaths, in my experience, uh, they're just like, why would you want to go there? But why would you want to do that? But home is like really good. Like, I don't understand. I don't really want to see all those places. That's scary to go there. You know, you know what I mean? They're, they don't crave uh, a broader world. They don't crave to broaden their hori horizons because they're very comfortable where they're at. And um, another thing that falls into a lot of this stuff, which is also why the nine to five is hard is because empaths, a lot of times empaths are uh, night owls or they tend to be more in tune or feel more aligned during the later hours. So like 7 a.m., not a happy empath usually. Um, you know, and I am definitely one of those people like, don't catch me before even 8 a.m. And 8 a.m., I still need a minute. So, um, but 7 a.m., it's just not a happy, you can do it absolutely 100%, but you're just not, that's not your favorite area in time. Yet at night or towards, you know, the afternoon and nighttime hours, those tend to be when you're typically feeling jazzed and energized and your creative flow is happening, um, or you're just feeling really aligned during that time. And there, that's, there's a very good reason for that um, behind the energy that's typically around you at night versus the energy that's going on in the daytime. There's, there's two different types of um, energy waves that are kind of happening. Uh, one is more early morning to, you know, mid-afternoon, and there's a there's a switch uh, of a frequency from mid-afternoon to early, early morning, like uh, probably till mm, 4 or 5 a.m., and about 4 or 5 a.m., it then switches again till mid-afternoon, and so you will find that you tend to be more aligned or feel um, more like yourself, more 
energized, whatever, during those, the later hours of the day than everybody else. And of course that makes everybody mad. Oh my gosh. Um, we, in my family, we do a lot of not nine to fives because it doesn't work well for us. Um, we are very, we're not lazy. We're very uh, busy and very committed. We do a lot of work, as you know, if you listen to my podcast. Uh, but I cannot tell you the amount of people who are just like, what are you, why would you get up at eight in the morning? And I'm thinking eight, like really eight? Because that's not that late because, and then I want to go because I'm up till two. I'm up till 2 a.m. working. <laughs> I, just, I literally was up till 2 a.m. working last night. Not even kidding you. Um, so, uh, and I was working on classes for those of you who follow me and love that stuff. I, I, I'm committed to you. So anyways, I, I, I like working at night. That, that's, uh, I feel way more productive. I feel like I can get literally like four to five times as much work done in the same amount of time. It's insane. And the energy is calmer. It's calmer at night and it, and it allows for me to be more productive. And that's how it works for a lot of empaths. And so they typically want to uh, be more doing their thing towards night. Even jobs, even like I said, they may not have a typical nine to five job, but they may have one that they can either set their own hours or um, maybe it's more of a later day or nighttime job area. Um, but that tends to be where we thrive. And then we're going to get into a few things of how you also typically don't fit in. This is a little bit different than the social norms here on earth. So a lot of empaths will also feel homesick for somewhere, but you're not quite sure where. There's like this longing or this feeling that you're longing for some other place, but you really can't put your finger on where that place is. And that is a super common uh, uh, trait as well as an empath, because a lot of times, a lot of empaths are um, live more of their lifetimes in other dimensions or other uh, in other areas than they have on Earth. They've lived more of them somewhere else. And that also is why we, when we are here on earth, we can feel that this is not the way that it typically works in other dimensions, other places. And then when you're talking universal energy, it's not that you force yourself against the energy. You don't force yourself into structure. You don't force yourself to do these things that are not your passion because then you're pushing against all energetic flow and it doesn't make sense to our entire being which is where we fall into the next one it's kind of like you feel like something's missing like a puzzle piece you feel like okay I'm not fitting in and I don't really get why I'm not fitting in truthfully because everybody's telling me this and I'm I'm surrounded by people doing all of these things but but something's missing. I just feel like a piece of information is missing. Like, I know that I feel this way, but why do I feel this way? Like, I'm missing some knowledge here. I'm missing some information. So, anyways, that I kind of skipped ahead a little bit. The homesickness part, that is 
because typically when you start to have an empath awakening, you begin to feel again yourself. You're more in tune with yourself on a deeper level, and you can feel that there are part. This this is kind of more of a foreign place for you. It's it's not where you're. It's not where you're at all the time. It doesn't have that comfortable energetic vibe to you that you're or not comfortable because you can be comfortable, but um, a familiar, I guess I would say. It doesn't have a deep familiar vibe to you, like deep, deep down, like you can feel it in your soul of the many lifetimes deep down. Um, and so that allows you to go, hmm, I, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm misplaced somehow. And so that's because, again, you've lived a lot of other lifetimes in other areas that were not here on Earth. And then there is also the sense of urgency. A lot of empaths feel a sense of urgency to do something, but they don't know what. They're just like, I, I feel like I have to, I, something, I have to do something. I don't know what it is, but I really, I feel this sense of urgency to do something. And so that's also a very common thing, especially when it comes to helping humanity or um, feeling like, you know, you need to be involved somehow with anything going on with the world or uh, in more of a broader scale, not necessarily a sense of urgency of what's happening in your little immediate family, but more on a broader humanitarian scale of helping or healing that type of thing. But as we go back to feeling like something's missing, like a puzzle piece, uh, this is because you really are missing clarity on some knowledge that you're holding. It, it really is. It's it's something that you're you're you know that you possess the knowledge, and that's why it that's why you can feel that something's missing, like a puzzle piece. It's, it's like you know that there's a puzzle piece, right? And you know that it fits there. You can feel that it fits there, but you don't quite have the full picture because the puzzle piece is missing. So that's where the knowledge part comes in. Because as empaths, you are gifted with deeper knowledge than others. And believe me, you do not want to be like other people because you have an ability to tune into some very powerful knowledge that can help you literally live the most amazing life. You literally can. The most, you can become the most empowered empath. And you have the ability to become part of a greater whole, like the energetic culture. And this is a culture that a lot of people don't talk about. But this is going to take, uh, you know, proper training to help you reconnect um, with the knowledge that you're born with, you, it, it takes training when you get into this situation. It takes training um, and, and knowledge when you're wanting to move more in that direction and really kind of figure out what that puzzle piece is. Um, if this is resonating with you, though, if a part of you is just like, wow, this, this sounds like me, this, that is so good. Uh, because that means that you are starting to align with your spiritual body. You're, you're feeling and you're resonating with your spiritual self. And that is the direction you always want to keep going in. You want to always head that direction. But once you understand that 
a lot of this is tied to your empathability and that you are typically an outsider, especially when you're dealing with a lot of so social normities. Um, that part alone can be relieving. Like, oh, thank God, I really am not lazy. <laughs> like, oh, thank God, I, I, it's not that I just am not, uh, I'm not good like everybody else, or I didn't take my father or mother's work ethic. It's not that. Believe me, I know some empaths that are, I swear they work harder than a ton of people I know working nine to fives. Like, the work ethic is there. But as an empath, you have to feel aligned with what you're doing to really get behind it. And once you're aligned with it, oh my gosh, sky is the limit. You are propelling forward. If you can get an empath as a worker even, if you can get an empath behind you and passionate about what you're doing, you're good to them and you give them a flexible schedule, they will work, they'll move mountains for you. The, the empaths are amazing people and um, good workers and they're really they can be so passionate and so um, successful so successful it's just learning that you don't fit into uh, the physical culture and that you really fit into the energetic culture and and learning more about that and so um, if you found that you typically don't fit in uh, if these resonate with you, then hopefully that you find that knowledge a little bit more comforting that it's not just, like I said, it's not just because what you've probably been told you've been lazy. It's because you really don't fit in. You're one of us. You're part of us in the energetic culture. Uh, you, you, so how you're going to align with things is going to be entirely, entirely different. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, if you want to join us, if you want to learn more, uh, definitely I have um, uh, my empath class I have the you know the empath University and all that stuff you can click on there and um, if you're wondering if you're an empath take the quiz that's your first start if you if, if this resonated with you and you're like yeah I definitely need to know more check out the quiz because I think that you will find that helpful as well but I hope to see you in class sometime and Keep powering through. You are different. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Embrace the amazingness that you are. And don't allow others to try to cram you in a little box because you don't want to be in there. It's very tight, very constricting. All right. So have the most amazing day. Aloha. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.